Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Believe in Florida Gators podcast, your home for all things Florida Gators football, basketball, recruiting, you name it. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Goodall. You can find me on Twitter at Zach underscore Goodall, as well as my co-host, back from his two-week glorious vacation uh, up the East Coast from here, where we're at in Florida, uh, Demetrius Harvey. He is back to talk about the Gators. He has missed us. Oh, so very much. Uh, little tip, guys, or a little preview. We're going to talk a bunch about re- recruiting. Uh, if you're a listener of the show, you know that Demetrius' favorite subject in college football is recruiting. So no better welcome back episode. Demetrius, uh, say what's up to the people. Let them know how your, uh, how your little getaway was. What's up, everyone? Uh, yeah, I'm very, very glad to be back in, in Jacksonville or in, you know, in Florida in general. Um, rather than being out in the mountains where the views are unlike anything that you would ever see. Um, honestly, the whole past couple of weeks have been incredible just to be able to look at that and probably have a, like a little break. Uh, since I started, basically haven't had much of a break in terms of being able to get away for a little bit, like actually disconnect from everything. So it was very much needed. Um, and I had a great time. You know, we went up to um, sort of, like in the Appalachian mountain range where, you know, you see um, Tennessee, Virginia, Kentucky, those, that sort of area, North Carolina, obviously, um, which it, it, it was fantastic. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, we went down to Gatlinburg and we got to go to a cabin with a, a, a creek just going on the side of the cabin and a hot tub. And just like, it was, it was incredible. So Really happy that I was able to spend a lot of time up there with my girlfriend and her family who are incredible. So um, it, it was just really fun. But yeah, to be back here, I am so excited actually just to be back in the grind and, and I love football. So being able to talk about football, being able to write about football, I mean, like it's nothing like it. You know, I can't complain too much about coming back and having to do um, a job where I just write and talk about football all the time. So um, it's it, it was really fun and, and I'm excited to be back. Um, um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna test you and see how much you kept up during your vacation because I know you couldn't stay <laughs> off your phone with yeah, those glorious views. Uh, of course, you were on Twitter the entire time. <laughs> we're we're gonna test your um, what you know about this Gators first official visit weekend of the yeah. 2023 cycle. Looking over a bunch of guys that visited last week, we'd done a kind of a preview with it when Brandon Carroll was on the show. Now we've got interviews with 75% of those kids um, of the eight that came through. Um, we know how a lot of those visits went. Uh, there's been a midweek visit since then with a very important quarterback that we've talked about quite a bit on here. And now the um, now the Gators are going to host another nine officials this upcoming weekend. So 
Yeah. Recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Uh, we're, we're doing a lot of that on this episode. Before we get into it, though, a uh, word from our sponsors via our pal Demetrius. Yeah, uh, actually, first of all, I want to make sure to thank Brandon Carroll for sitting in. He's incredible. He has done a lot of work for us, and I can't thank him enough for what he's done. I'm sure that you guys have enjoyed listening to him, and we'll, we'll have him back on you know, from time to time, of course, to talk basketball and football. But yeah, uh, this week, our episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It continues to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball championship finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, which I know has been you know a blast, uh, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. You can head over to the web website at betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code believe B L E A V to get in on the bonus and get in on the action bet online where the game starts. Let's get this thing rolling. Uh, let's, let's look back on these official visits from last week to get things started. Uh, again, there were eight guys. Uh, you got Trayon Webb, the running back from Trinity Christian up in Jacksonville. You've got wide receiver Aiden Mizell, the Gator Legacy, whose mom ran track here uh, out of Boone, Florida. Uh, defensive tackle Kelby Collins from Gardendale, Alabama. Uh, he said Florida definitely moved up from this visit when we got to catch up with him. Linebacker out of IMG Academy, Jordan Hall, has been up here a couple times, and this time it was a bit more family-oriented, brought his whole you know group up here to show them everything he's already gotten to kind of see because he's been here a few times. He knows linebackers coach Jay Bateman pretty well. Uh, another linebacker that made his way, two of them actually, uh, Rule Aguirre. Uh, he comes from Georgia. I believe he's at Whitewater. He was one of the most fun interviews that I think I've ever had with a recruit. That guy was that guy loved this trip to Gainesville. We'll talk about him more in a little bit, uh, as well as linebacker Grayson Howard out of Jacksonville at Andrew Jackson. Um, safety Jordan Castell um, was another guy that we got to catch up with after it was his second visit of the year. Uh, he really he only had one visit lined up before this, but now he has one with to Tennessee as well, and he's going to be committing in the near future from what we can tell. I believe that was his exact quote, but I'll have to double-check. But bottom line is – He's he's going to have a decision at some point soon, and Florida is right up there in that, honestly, like top one, top two range, only because he doesn't really have official visits set up elsewhere. Also stopping by was offensive tackle Bryce Lovett. Uh, we didn't do an interview or story with him because probably seen him like ten times this spring, and I'm sure he's Bryce tired. Is a frequent flyer. <laughs> I'm sure he's. I'm sure he is not always looking forward to interviews because he just has to say the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over yeah. again. But it's part of the business I, anyway. I can't imagine. Yeah. But I can't imagine. I mean, think about yourself as a recruit and you're going up there. You're like, all right, I'm just going to go over there, talk to my coaches and are not his coaches, I guess yet, but talk to the coaches and, 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 and sort of see, you know, what's going on within the, the building, see everything. I mean, it will be fun to be able to do that. And then every time you walk out, you're met with reporters and you're like, guys, like we literally talked last week. So I, I don't blame um, you for, for not talking to him. And I'm sure other people, you know, paid him the courtesy to not talk to him too, because at the, at the end of the day, they don't want to be doing 
interview after interview after interview. Yes, it's good for marketing purposes, it's good for their brand and everything, but after a while it gets oversaturated. So that's a good yeah. thing. Um, you talked about Jordan, and I actually think that he was probably – he was one of the guys that I, I read up on once you guys were doing the interviews and I was able to get back into it and sort of write about it. Um, he's, he's the guy who, you know, listening to the interview, it sounded like he wanted to say Florida is his number one for sure. And he kind of like backtracked a tiny bit, but you can tell, you know, just how much, uh, being in this sort of program would mean to him. I mean, it's clearly that this is high on the list. I'm not going to say, you know, we don't, or at least I don't do crystal balls or anything like that. So I'm not going to be like, Oh, prediction. He's going to, you know, commit to the Gators, but, um, Definitely a guy that you can clearly tell has a lot of love for this year's staff. Um, he talked about, you know, how they're going to change the, the the football program. I mean, you can tell Billy Napier has, you know, touched this team a lot. Like, uh, just think about it from a year ago with Dan Mullen and sort of how that program was running. I mean, yeah, we couldn't get as many interviews and everything because of COVID and things of that nature. But the interviews we did get, I, I don't remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, do you remember like just the enthusiasm that players had for this staff or for that staff? Now, obviously they're going to say good things, but you know, how much was it sort of, you know, at least to this level of where it's like, man, this is exciting. There's going to be a difference. They're going to change it. You know, like before I, I don't before I answer. Yeah. Before I answer, you meant Jordan Castell, right? Yeah. Sorry. That, I that's just you're talking about here. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. I just wanted to double check for the listeners. I figured that's who My it was. Bad. My bad. Um, I mean, I think everyone that follows recruiting knows that just about every, let's call it 99.5% of interviews, these kids are going to be glowing and probably saying stuff Mm -hmm. they don't mean. Like, this is my favorite school, dream school, (laughs) dream offer. That was everything I could have asked for and more. You know, like even when Mullen was here, you were getting some of that stuff. Sure. Uh, But I I do genuinely think these kids mean it more. I mean, yeah. that's that's everything the players and coaches around Napier have sold us on, too. You know, and yeah. you see it. You see it on social media, what the kids are saying, the videos, the programs putting out. You know, like these kids seem to genuinely be happy. It makes yeah. sense when recruits walk out of the building and are glowing and saying the exact same stuff. You know, Aguirre is he's a great example of that. If you guys want to check out his interview, I just put it up on All Gators on um what's today, Thursday? I put it up on Wednesday. It's the most recent one we did. He he was our longest interview of the day. He couldn't stop talking. His answers sometimes went for like two minutes and we'd want to ask something, then he'd just keep going, which fine by me, amazing content. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like he was, he was as happy as he could have been. He said that that visit set everything apart in his recruitment. He was planning on, uh, he told us he was going to drop a top five the day after his visit. He's still not done it. But he said straight up, Florida wasn't supposed to be on that list. And now they're they're not even just going to be top five. He would say top three, top four programs. And, like, this kid, he's got offers from, I think his visits now are Alabama and Ohio State or Georgia and Ohio mm-hmm. State. Forgive me, I don't have it exactly in front of me, but it's those types of schools. You got to think, if Florida is solidified itself on, like, the top half or a couple spots up into a top five when the day before they weren't supposed to be there – Kind of explains everything for a national recruit to be saying that. Yeah, and uh, just to clarify, he's he's visiting Alabama and Ohio State, as he said, gotcha. uh, June tenth, June tenth, and June twenty fourth. I, I just have it pulled up right here. And yeah, you're right. I mean, like for the kids to come in, 
there, there's certain things that you expect them to say, like like Zach said, they're, they're, you you expect them to say, "This is my dream school. This has been you know the best opportunity." Because I mean, in in a sense, it is. It's like, man, like imagine you're a kid growing up and you watch the Gators now. Now this generation might not have seen necessarily the national championships by now, or maybe they're like too young. But but you some see of them would have prestige, right? Some, some of them would. Some have. of them, some of them would mm-hmm. still be their first memory of football, right? Which, to your point, it's going away, but to some, it's still sure. big, right? And then, but the and then also, you got to think like you know, this guy is from Georgia that we're talking about, but it's close to you know, obviously in the South, and in the South, you know of teams like the teams are you know Florida, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, um, FSU, you know Miami, uh, um, Clemson, if you count. I mean, obviously they're the South, but you know what I mean. Um, just talking about that region. It's it's big. It's huge to have an offer. It's huge to get a visit. It's huge to do all this at Florida. You walk on campus, you see the Heisman Trophy or the Heisman um, statues. You see Tim Tebow. You know all those guys. It, it's it's definitely big. So like for them to say those those things, obviously a little bit means something. But but yeah, to 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 your point, he came on the visit. Probably was like Florida is not going to be um, a team that I'm going to go to. You know, I'm probably not even going to have them in my top five. And then he comes off the visit and he's like, you know what? <laughs> this team actually might be in my top five. I loved it. And and that's sort of what you want to see if you're looking at it from a fan perspective or just an observer. You want to see a program that's able to entice these guys to have these guys on official visits and not just have basically, you know, paid vacations for them. You know, it's it's a it's an opportunity for you to sell your program and to sell it, you know, in the right direction. And look, it, it, it seems like that's the direction it's headed now. Obviously, you know, come August uh, when there's commitments and things like that, we'll see how it's actually unfolding. But for now, I mean, everything that they say, it's always encouraging uh, to, to read and to hear. It, it's so hard to read into what teenagers are thinking because it can be yeah. fleeting. Like, I mean, like I, it's not a knock on them. They're young and nope. one day it's one school, the next day it's the next because a certain head coach hit them up and wished them good luck on a test, stuff like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> but when Aiden Mizell confidently names Florida his leader after his first official visit he's taken, again, obviously he has a lot of ties to Florida, so it makes complete sense beyond a visit high that Florida would be his leader. But he's got visits to – I know Alabama's one of them, and he's got another two officials, I believe, locked in again. Sorry, not in front of me. I don't have it exactly. But when you – I'm looking at this the way you did as a fan, how you're reacting to these headlines when these kids are coming in and you're actually reading into, are they just, are they messing around or are they serious? <laughs> what do you put more weight into with, without the biases of Mizell's family going here, him naming his first official visit as his leader. Well, I guess with the biases because he has the yeah. ties here that <laughs> might impact it or Aguirre saying, listen, this team wasn't going to be in my top five. Now it's top three, top four. Like, right. what do you, I guess the answer is just yes. Like both of those (laughs) things are wonderful things that you want to hear as your team is putting together its first full recruiting class under a new staff. But I I mean, like I could easily see an argument going either way saying like, no, this, this means it's legit. Aguirre boosting Florida up that high as a national recruit that wasn't thinking about us. That's for real. Or this kid that's supposed to be coming here. Sounds like he's going to come here, which the last staff didn't make happen nearly enough, you know, (laughs) across, across the board. These are exactly, as you said, this is what Florida fans should want to hear. And and they are hearing. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think, I think the, the, the answer is you take both of them into consideration. So you have Aguirre saying, 
um, that all of a sudden this team is now going to be in his top five or potentially in his top five now. And then you have Mizell. Um, is it is it Mizell? I'm going to mess it up. Mizell. Mizell. And then you have Mizell saying confidently that this is his number one team. Obviously, um, he it's not like he came out and committed. He still has visits or whatever. He still has things to do. But you take both of them into account. You take the guy who you expect to say it, and then you take the guy who you didn't expect to say it, and then you're like, wow, they matched up. And so I think that's when you can actually get a real good read on the situation, whether or not these recruiting efforts are, you know, are, you know, kind of fake a little bit or a little bit, you know, oversold, or if it's legitimate. And, you know, from everything I've read, everything I've heard, and every, you know, everybody we've talked to and everything, it just seems like, uh, this is legitimate. And, and I think that that's something to be excited about. And I don't have, I, I'm not going to be a person to go on and say, Oh, you guys shouldn't get excited too soon, or you shouldn't do this or whatever, because I think that there's a process and, and, and to actually enjoy the recruiting process As, coming from somebody who admittedly is not a big fan of recruiting in general, it's exciting or it should be exciting to, to enjoy the process as it plays out rather than only to enjoy the results. Certainly. And now we uh, now we want to see how that process is playing out, especially for a certain midweek visitor, uh, that being Jaden Rashada, the quarterback. Okay. We have talked about plenty of times we are recording this on Thursday, June 9th, which is the final day of Rashada's visit. In fact, I believe, well, I would guarantee at this point he is out of town. He has a, um, a seven on seven tournament he's doing in Las Vegas. Sports Illustrated All-American John uh, Director John Garcia Jr., our, uh, our buddy from over on the SI Network and co-worker, is there. So we should, as long as Rashada shows up, get an interview, get some content, get some video, and let Florida fans know more of what's going on in this recruitment with Rashada's, um, you know, his visit literally wrapping up the day before that tournament starts and his commitment date coming in a week on June 18th. But as we've said before, last visit for Rashada that's on the docket before he makes that commitment. Um, after he had done Texas A&M and LSU in the days prior to coming to Florida, he had unofficially visited UF probably, what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, yeah. and then was able to get this official put together. And, and we've said it. This is Florida's really their last chance to pull in an elite or bordering on elite caliber quarterback in this class. They needed to knock this one out of the park. I don't have early returns. I don't have boots on the ground that have told me how this visit has gone quite yet. Again, we hope we get that from Garcia very soon as he's out at this tournament. Um, but I don't even, I guess I don't even really know where to go from there. I don't have <laughs> offer you guys, but um, we've, cause we've talked about how big this visit is and the domino effect it can have. So Demetrius, you know, you haven't been here for those two episodes. Yeah. So I guess give us your two cents. Maybe if you have any ideas as to what's going on right now, but also just how big this visit really is for yeah. UF. Yeah, like like Zach said, I mean, for me personally, I don't have you know boots on the ground either right now. I, I don't know exactly how this visit has gone. I'm not going to lie to you guys and say, oh, yeah, you know, I think that UF has a great chance. I, I legitimately do not know. Um, but what I do know is that in terms of how this process works, and when they do take these official visits and when they do enjoy their time and when they do take the official vis visits last, last impression sometimes, you know, leave, uh, you know, that that some, sometimes uh, sort of burns into your memory. You know, you everyone on social media has seen Rashada in Texas A&M gear and 
you know, how excited that fan base is, you know, um, but situations are different. You know, at, at Texas A&M, they have a guy um, in the 2022 class who's coming in as a f- former five-star guy, you know, supposed to be a highly touted player. I don't personally know anything about him, but, you know, he's supposed to be a really good quarterback. So if you look at the two situations, you look at what Texas A&M has, they already have a quarterback in place. They have a guy that's sort of in the, in the running to replace him um, whenever that happens, either next year or the, or the year after, whatever it may be. And then you look at Florida, um, not to take away from the quarterbacks that are on the team right now, um, you know, a, a Kitna or a Jack Miller or even a Max Brown who's who's coming in this year, obviously. Um, but they don't have quite the skill set or the talent as a Rashada, which is why you look at this kid and you're like, man, if they can land him, imagine after Anthony Richardson, if he's to have such a fantastic season that everybody expects him, He's, he's eligible for the draft. He he can just say, "All right, that's it. I did my. I've threw for three thousand five hundred yards and 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 forty touchdowns. Whatever it's going to be. Obviously, I have no idea. But you 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 get the point where if he has a very successful year, he might end up leaving. And then what are you at with the quarterback situation next year? Again, not to take away from the guys that are there, but there's obviously a talent gap, and I think that that's been known throughout spring. That's been known throughout the recruiting process. Um, and so to be able to land a guy like Rashada would be huge. And, and I think that we'll find out a little bit more, like Zach said, if, if he's there at the um, at the camp in, or the 7-on-7 the seven seven in, in Las Vegas and um, our guy Garcia, who's incredibly talented. And, it's like, <laughs> some of these guys – it's hard to go off on a tangent. Some of these guys who, you know, are deep, hard, deep into the recruiting scene, like Garcia is, it, it just blows my mind because of how hard they work. But – um, if he's able to get that sort of information for us and, and we'll we'll let you guys know as soon as we get it, we'll have a story up, we'll do whatever. Um, it's not going to be behind a paywall or anything like that. We're just going to have it up there. So hopefully, you know, once that uh, occurs, it's, it, it'll, it'll be great to see and we'll actually get a clearer picture. Obviously, when is he supposed to be committing? Uh, the 18th or something, Zach? 18th, yeah, so late yeah. next week. Yeah, so obviously we'll get much clearer picture in about nine days, guys. Um. So it's a very exciting time. Obviously, if they land him, perfect. That's, you know, that's the king of the class at that point because of the position and, and, you know, the importance of that position. Obviously, Billy Napier will be his first quarterback that um, he sought out. That's a high caliber guy. Obviously, Max Brown technically is his first quarterback, but his first kind of like, you know, marquee guy that he's bringing in. So definitely will change the program potentially. and, And I think it's an exciting time if they are able to land him. It'll make my trip to Los Angeles when I get to go on a vacation wonderful because then Florida will have a quarterback at Elite 11 and I'll actually have like work to do, which would be (laughs) cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Demetrius said, uh, whenever John gets us that content, so long as Rashada does make it out to the camp, uh, again, uh, he is expected to. He's on the roster, but that visit schedule, I mean, his last day at Florida is the same day that tournament kicks off. So pretty tight. But so long as he does, uh, we will have stories over at All Gators. We might even p- put up another pod if we've got enough to work with. I mean, you know, we'll Absolutely. try and get you guys the content any way we can. Uh, speaking of All Gators, <laughs> shameless plug here. New logos brought to um, brought to you guys from our dude Noah Thomas, a uh, friend of ours through Jaguars Twitter and a UF alum. Hooked us up big time. Uh, if you read our work and you've not checked it out yet, make sure to make our way or your way, I should say, over to our Twitter handle at SI underscore all Gators. You can also find it on Facebook at Florida Gators, or I believe it's now because we had to do some name changing, stuff like that. 
um, all Gators on Fan Nation, um, Sports Illustrated. You'll you can find it pretty easily in the uh, the logo. It's pretty recognizable now. Uh, we're working on some merch. I'm gonna have some of that uh, out at Elite Eleven, and if it's nice enough and people like it, we may even turn it into something that we would uh, we would sell to Florida fans as well. But all you know, very TBD. This is brand new. Make sure to go check it out as well as our content at All Gators. Again, shameless plug. Let's look <laughs> forward to um to this weekend. Another nine official visitors. I'll, I'll read the list again right now, real quick, and we can just you know kind of pinpoint some of the bigger names that are going to be here. Uh, running back Justice Haynes. His dad played at Georgia. He plays in Georgia now um, at Buford High School. It'll be his second visit to Florida this year. He came for an unofficial during the spring. Dude's crazy. He's averaged nearly 2,000 rushing yards per season dating back to his freshman year in high school. So Florida wants running backs. They had Webb in last week. They probably want two. If they can somehow get Haynes and Webb, sheesh, that would be Mm -hmm. a pretty good pull. Uh, (laughs) Offensive tackle Peyton Kirkland, a frequent visitor through the spring. I'm sure you guys know we've talked about him plenty of times, um, especially when we got to see him during the spring. Um, another offensive line commit this time it's Najee Harris coming from IMG Academy. He'll be joined by an IMG teammate and tackle Will Norman. Norman, um, he only has one OV scheduled right now. It's Florida. Came to Florida a few times, has spoken glowingly about it. Uh, he's from the New Jersey area, so he's been able to watch his potential future position coach at Florida, Sean Spencer, pretty up close. I don't know if they've known each other this entire time, but while Norman was up in New Jersey growing up, you know, he got to watch Sean Spencer coach the New York Giants basically right down the road for two years. Before that, Spencer was at Penn State for, what, five years, six years, something like that. Yeah. And that's not too far from New Jersey. And I'm sure Norman paid attention to Penn State football being the biggest football school closest to him, probably, or one of them at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, he is certainly a player to keep an eye on with this official visit. Again, he has no others lined up. I don't know if he has a commitment date set or anything, but – a guy to watch for sure. A um, couple other defensive linemen and edge rusher TJ Searcy of Ups in Lee, Georgia. Uh, it's worth noting that Mike Peterson, Florida's outside linebackers coach, is the first coach to ever give him a scholarship offer. That was back when he was oh, in wow. South Carolina, so a little connection to keep note of there. Uh, defensive lineman Peter Woods of Thompson, Alabama. He's teammates with um, – is it A.J. Harris or is – no, it's Tony Mitchell is at Thompson. Um, A.J. Yep. Harris is at Central, I believe, but – Another 2023 target, um, one of the top defensive linemen in the country, and he's been well-known for a couple years. He was really considering Florida under Dan Mullen, and now with Napier here, he's officially visiting, has Florida in his top four. Uh, Clemson is currently the only other team getting an official, but I'd imagine Alabama and Oklahoma will as well. Derek LeBlanc, like Peyton Kirkland, guy that's been here probably been at florida this spring more than he's been at his own high school if we want to he lives on campus yeah this is his eighth this will be his ninth trip to florida this time an official eighth unofficially just since january uh penn state's the only other official he's got set up so again it's not not a ton of schools in the mix for some of these guys and their top talents florida is in a pretty good spot for most of them um, Malik Bryant, the linebacker that we've talked about on here, um, he's got officials set up with, um, with Miami and with USC, just in an unofficial to Alabama UCF's the last school in his top five, but he hasn't visited there in like a year. So writing's kind of on the wall for the Knights. Uh, <laughs> another linebacker in Raylan Wilson, a Michigan commit 
but he is going to be visiting Florida and Georgia officially as well. Two teams that are definitely trying to flip him and keep him a little bit closer to home as he is. uh, He's from Florida, but currently committed to go play in big 10 country. Demetrius, I know that was a lot of names, a lot of info, (laughs) but that is, uh, those are our nine official visitors for this weekend. Uh, Peter Woods started a day before everyone else. He'll be out a day before everyone else, but otherwise that's it. Plus Rashada midweek. Who are some of the, um, who are some of the big guys that stand out to you on that list? Well, uh, aside from the guys who stand out, just just before that, I mean, having uh, Najee Harris come onto campus for for his official visit, even though he's already committed, I think that's huge. And 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 why I think that's huge is because he you're you're a guy, and I don't, if you guys pay attention at all to social media, you know that Harris has been very vocal about his love for UF. He's been fighting people, not literally, but you know what I mean. He's been uh, joining in on the fun on social media, and so. Um, to have a guy that that's that committed to the program and wants to, you know, establish that this is the place to go. It's great to have him on the visit with all these other guys that, you know, are probably going to be, you know, in top contentions. Like Zach said, uh, these guys only have official visits lined up with maybe Florida and maybe, a, maybe one or two other teams. This isn't a, a situation where they're all, you know, kind of, we're basically getting down to the nitty gritty. Like this is the end of the cycle, sort of, so to speak, June and then July. Those are the two months where you expect to see official visits. And then after that, that's when the commitments start rolling in. So it's very huge to have a guy like him. But aside from that, um, Derek LeBlanc, obviously we already talked about him. He's a guy who, you know, has visited countless times. Um, I joke and say that he has a dorm already on campus, but it's just that, you know, when you have guys that visit so often, um, it clearly shows their, their, their interest in the school. And I think that being able to land a guy like him, you know, because of the depth at defensive line that the, that the Gators have or don't have, I, I could say maybe moving into the, you know, 2023 perhaps and 2024 moving on. Um, it'll be great for them to land him. Will Norman, same thing, coming from a prestigious school in IMG Academy. I mean, obviously, he's a little bit different because 276 pounds, he can probably go out outside in. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to use him or, or how they would want to. And we've talked about him. Malik Bryant, to me, I mean, from the guys that I've watched, um, he's an interesting player. And, and like we've said before, if he just wants to play edge, it might not work out as well as, as you know, you, you would hope. But if he wants to be able to come in here and play, a um, off-ball linebacker or transition he's athletic enough to be able to do that um i think the sky's the limit so it'll be interesting to see him and then obviously you talked about justice haynes i'm not gonna lie and say that i've watched a ton of them but i mean that intrigues me as well i mean a guy that's averaged almost 2,000 yards every single season um plenty of of of, of a workhorse and, and and if you can you know pair him with other guys Webb or, or whoever else they want to bring in that's I mean, that's incredible. And especially with Billy Napier's offense, we know that it's going to be reliant on the run game a lot. Um, the next couple of years, you're going to be losing a couple of guys. Lingard's going to be gone, right? It's going to be gone. Um, perhaps Bowman leaves, but who knows about that situation. And then so you you have to have a, a healthy you know rotation of guys. And I think that um, this sort of visit, it, while it doesn't have the star-studded names potentially that you would – um, want to see or whatever it, it's not like you know you, you you have those guys in here like a tony mitchell or something those top you know couple guys on the recruiting boards it's still a pretty healthy group of players who i think that they have a shot at i mean 
from what I've read and from what I know, at least maybe four or five of these guys, like pretty good shots is what I mean in terms of like being able to land them. So it's a really good visit weekend. I think that um, it should go off pretty well. Sure. I think that they are firmly in the mix and like these guys have top fives and stuff. I don't necessarily mean that. I mean like top two or three decisions coming soon. Florida is going to be a serious consider in serious consideration. I mean, Kirkland, definitely um leblanc for sure will Mm -hmm. norman again like Mm -hmm. who were who are the other schools here (laughs) like malik Mm -hmm. bryant's another one i think and then plus you know the potential to flip wilson be a dark horse for woods even though i don't think that's necessarily that likely Searcy as well even though i think he might do south carolina clemson like he's florida is legitimately in the mix to be on the commitment edit for mm-hmm. over, close to or over 50% of the kids visiting yep. this week. Last week, it felt like it was honestly a bit less. Uh, but these these first two weeks, uh, some of these commitments are going to be in a while. Um, Brian and Kirkland are together in July on the 23rd. Yeah. LeBlanc was supposed to be with them, but now he's going to do it with his Osceola teammates in October, so it might take some time. But I wouldn't be surprised if – the hit rate from this weekend in particular by the end um, ends up being one of Florida's most successful weekends of the cycle, at least so far. And again, Mm -hmm. only have two, but like we do have a schedule for some weekends getting over the next month as well as into the season. And then by then they'll be out of over half of their visits, probably Mm -hmm. maybe more. Um, But I think this one could be really big. And and like you said, I don't want to, crystal ball or say, I think a kid's definitely coming, but yeah. again, I look at Norman, I look at his ties. I look at what he said about Spencer. I look at his lack of other visits just in general that he's got set up and that he's done elsewhere. He's really not traveled that much during the spring either. I think he could honestly help get some of the momentum going. Maybe if he comes out just blown away by this official, he realized he really doesn't want to take anymore. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not talking <laughs> to Paul in some time. This is just merely projecting. Um, but I think he could help get it going. And then you talk about you start with another IMG kid, and then a couple days later, somehow, some way, maybe they get Rashada. It's just think about that domino <laughs> effect. Like maybe some of these kids that are going to commit committing later say, you know what, I'm joining in right now. I'm getting in with Florida. Um, Brandon and I talked about this. The kids from California or from Texas that know Rashada and want to play with Rashada if he comes to Florida. Think about this domino effect from these. Yeah. First two weeks of official visits, uh, we're getting ahead. Florida could botch all of this because, like, we have <laughs> reason to be excited with Napier, but not necessarily confident quite yet that he can pull in all these guys. But we've certainly seen in the past couple of years covering recruiting, Florida gets his hype and then just crashes and burns. So who <sighs> who is to say maybe they land absolutely no one from either of these two weekends besides who they already have committed? But I'm. I'm of the opinion that I think people should be excited about the potential of these two weekends very specifically. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously I'm not going to say for sure, but it, it would, it would be very stunning that they don't come, they don't land at least one commitment from both of these two weeks. I mean, come on. I mean, the, some of the guys that are there tell us basically they want to commit, but they just haven't yet. Like that's in terms of like how they talk about the program, you know, confident that they're the number one team, but you know, I'm still taking a visit, things like that. You can sort of read the tea leaves. They're going to land at least a couple guys from this group. I mean, probably 
it's hard to put a number on it, obviously, but 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 I think that these are the some of the core players that they've been recruiting, and we've seen them week after week go visit unofficially. Uh, we've seen we've heard them, you know, talk about them on social media. You know, they're liking the posts, they're doing this, they're doing that. You can kind of tell who the major players are, and these are some of them. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that this is you know a a star studded in terms of like when you think about the potential Florida commits, um, couple weekends, and and I think that it's great. And then like you said, if they can land a, a Rashada um next week or even a norman like whenever it like if they can land those guys the the domino effect that that has is is incredible i mean you 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 land your quarterback that brings in so much you even saw i know that they didn't land him but um evan stewart last season um who played with and now i don't know why but i'm blanking on the quarterback's name who who was nick evers Nick Evers, uh, Evan Stewart and Nick Evers had played together before plenty of times. The reason why Evan Stewart was even interested in Florida in the first place, obviously he went up to Texas A&M. He's going to have a, a great time there. But um, the reason why he was so interested is because of Evers. And, and and so Rashada having those connections, going to all these camps, people know him, everybody knows him. Um, I think that that has a huge impact. I think that that's sort of when you might start seeing the dominoes fall too on the skill positions and, you know, who knows? So, like we said, there's reason. There's no reason to be overly um, hype yet, but there's also, in my opinion, no reason to be overly down. I mean, if this was maybe another Dan Mullen year, perhaps maybe you would feel that way. But um, for now, I think that there's no reason to feel um, too strongly the direction, but still pretty positive. It's worth noting, too, if we get to the point where we're excited about the people Rashada could bring to Florida, if mm-hmm. we get to that point, he is a more established and well-known recruit than Evers was. Even at this point in Evers' recruitment, yeah. when he was really starting to blow up, like Rashada's already been a household name in this cycle, like dating back to its origin. I mean, everyone knew yeah. Arch Manning since he was born would be a class <laughs> yeah. 23 recruit. Jesus. But beyond him, like when people were first building the foundation uh, rankings for this class, Rashada was always in that top three to five group, like, since the very beginning, and he's still there now. Or I guess mm-hmm. maybe down in that five to seven group because he got a bump down, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that on Sports Illustrated All-American, he's going to be rated higher than where the consensus rankings put him right now. That much uh, that much I know. Kid's good. Yeah. Kid would do wonders for Florida if he ends up coming here. And the next time we record an episode, unless there's breaking news, it should be um, – should be in the days leading up to his commitment, and then maybe we do one right after if he's at Florida or not, one way or another. Um, but I do know that we are running out of time for today. Yes. So, Demetrius, any parting shots, any notes? Uh, two weeks off, man. You, I'm sure a lot's <laughs> been on your mind. Man, I've been just I, I've been just taking it in and everything like that. It, it, it's it's more fun now to come back to all this fresh information because now I can feel like all right, we're doing something instead of sort of the day to day trek of like, man, like what are we going to talk about now? What is going to happen? So it's a lot. It's definitely a lot more. Um, it's a lot easier to come back and 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 be like, man, let's, I'm catching up. I'm reading all these things. So. Um, it's been fun, and I, I hope you guys still continue to enjoy you know us talking to you. I was trying to look up where Rashada ranked um, in the past. I was trying to go on the Wayback Machine to do that. And I couldn't really quite find it. I might have been able to find something, but um, either way, I think he was ranked six, like even of as of last year and, and things like that. But anyway, uh, I, I, 
overall, I think that it's been, you know, really fun and, and I'm really excited to get back to talking with you guys. And I hope you guys have enjoyed um, Brandon and, and Zach, obviously the past couple of weeks. Um, and I, I'm just excited to keep going and, 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 and get this rolling. Um, hopefully you guys can let us know what you like about the show and, 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 and whatnot and, and, or what you don't like about the show. Even we don't mind criticism at all. Um, so just go for it. And, and I wish you guys the best. Let us know. Uh, you can leave ratings and reviews anywhere you listen to us. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google, you name it. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, but those ratings better be five stars only. Uh, <laughs> let us know on social media what you think as well. Again, I'm at Zach underscore Goodall. Demetrius is at Demetrius82. All of our written content is on our Twitter profiles as well as the Sports Illustrated All Gators profile with the new logo, with the new branding over at SI underscore all Gators. I uh, want to say thanks again to our partners at Bet Online. Uh, use our code BLEAV for a 50% off or 50% welcome bonus. Um, go leave your bets for the finals, man. I'll tell you what, it's been a real fun series through three games so far, and I'm excited to see the rest of it. Ideally, wow. will it will it wrap up before we uh, – have our next episode i guess maybe um, it could depends on who yeah depends on who wins like if celtics win a couple more personally i don't think that the finals has been a great series but you know it is what it is right all right so zach's internet or power sort of flickered off um i apologize for that it kind of sounds awkward but i guess i will be closing you guys out and you know, I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Obviously, it's it's um, fun for me to get back into it. I've been really excited and 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 you know happy to be here. So um, it's really fun. Uh, check us out at allgators.com. Uh, make sure to leave those reviews, of course, on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you guys can listen to podcasts. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys again, and and see you next week. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit